0: Welcome to the May the Smoke Be With You podcast. And now here's your host, Joe Levitt. Hello and welcome to this episode of the May the Smoke Be With You podcast. Thanks for listening. You know, I had a recent experience, went on vacation to Michigan, uh, originally from Michigan, originally from Flint, Michigan, and uh, that's that's not a place that is a place you really go back to vacation, Flint. Truth be told, it's, it's not the best of places right now. Downtown Flint, uh, it appears to be not of this world if, if you kind of go into that area. There are some really rough spots in that city. A city that was once vibrant, uh, was once a mecca of of engineering and ingenuity and the auto capital of the world, which led to great jobs, a great living for a lot of people. And then as the audio industry left, which happened really as I was uh, kind of finishing my youth there uh, in Flint, things really changed, took a turn for the worst. And, uh, but we still have family up in Michigan. And uh, when we go to Michigan, we're not going really to Flint anymore as much as we're going what's called up north. If you're from Michigan, you know what up north is. It's not the upper peninsula. uh, That's going to the UP if you're going that far north, which would be over the Mackinac Bridge and up to the upper peninsula. We didn't go quite that far. We went to uh, my dad's cabin. And uh, up in Irons, Michigan, which is in uh, kind of the the northwest-ish side of Michigan, it's about thirty minutes east of Ludington. Ludington is a a lakefront town there on Lake Michigan, and about uh, kind of halfway between. Really, uh, I explained it between Ludington and Cadillac is a good. Marker. It's about an hour ish south of Traverse City. Some people know where that is as well But it is absolutely beautiful Uh, My dad and stepmom have a beautiful spot right there on the little Manistee River It is a place when you get out of the car. You just exhale You are truly experiencing Pure Michigan at that point it is it is truly a stunning stunning place and that river that they have running through there is, is teeming with that river that they have there. That river, the Little Manistee River, is a beautiful river. It has quite a lovely population of brown trout, and then it also gets a salmon run. So this summer, as we were up there, we saw some king salmons going through the river. And uh, if you've never seen uh, a king salmon swimming through what is a really you know narrow river, uh, not very deep at points, I mean, those fish are enormous and they are putting off a wake. There, there was one fish that came just ripping through there. It was a big, big fish. It was, it looked like it was half out of the water. It's fins sticking up and just making an absolute racket going through there. Uh, So it's a, it's a great spot. We, we love uh, as a family when we can get up there to Northern Michigan and, and spend some time on the river, spend some time with family and just, just relax. It's a great spot to do that. My dad has a a good little cooking setup out there he has a, a nice little gas grill always comes in handy he just got a blackstone flat top and he has a Traeger now I have not cooked on a Traeger until this past trip so uh, I thought I would just kind of let you know what what I thought about it uh, we cooked a brisket on it for the 4th of July we actually made it on the 3rd of July because my one brother was coming to visit, he was going to leave to head back to work on the fifth, so he needed to leave on the the fourth. So we wanted to make it on the third, and uh, got up early, trimmed that brisket, uh, got it there at the at the local store. Pretty pretty nice looking brisket, honestly. Uh, had a decent amount of marbling. Uh, came uh, in just just under ten pounds. By the time it was trimmed, we probably took a, a pound and a half off it. So we were probably sitting between that eight, eight and a half pound size brisket. So not huge, not like those full packers that, you know, you can sometimes get it at Sam's or Costco that, you know, I've, I've found them and they're 18, 20 pounds. So uh, this was not a huge, huge brisket, uh, but it was really well marbled, was was kind of impressed with that. Uh, we seasoned it up, just salt pepper, used a little mustard binder and got it on the smoke. and. Uh, you know, there there were some things that that honestly I I didn't know about the Traeger. Didn't know exactly, you know, how it worked totally. Meaning, there on my on this particular Traeger's settings, there is a a smoke setting. Uh, I was just setting it for hey let's go let's start this thing out at two fifty and and let it roll, and didn't realize that there is a smoke setting, which would have maybe imparted a little bit more smoke flavor. My dad was using, uh, what he had on, on hand was hickory from uh, Costco, kind of Kirkland brand hickory pellets. I don't have anything to compare it to. I don't know you know, I see a lot of other pellets that get served up into my Instagram because it's all about barbecue. So I get all kinds of stuff in there and I'll see uh, different brands of pellets. Uh, I have no idea uh, if these are good, if they're bad, uh, but I did—that's uh, you know—that's what we we cooked with that day. So a little bit of hickory. Uh, it really at that two twenty-five, two fifty level was not producing hardly any smoke at all. Nothing really coming out of the smokestack. Uh, I did put a little water pan in there because I, I just felt it was such a dry environment that I needed to somehow try to add a little bit of moisture into the cook the uh the overall cook time was was pretty on point with what i would expect for a brisket of that size cooking at that temp because it was so dry i didn't want to go hot and fast i I felt like i i wasn't i was going to need as much time under that smoke as possible i have taken to the hot and fast method a little bit more with uh the uh, the primo ceramic grill Kamado Joe that that I cook with that is a much different cooking environment and it works uh, works really well I can go hot and fast on a brisket and get great smoke ring great flavor and I don't feel that I'm really missing missing much uh, when it comes to an end product for the brisket now on, on the Traeger it was a little bit of a different story again, dry cooking environment, not a lot of smoke. We were kind of near the end, probably the last 25, 30% of the cook. And uh, I believe it was my dad or brother who lives in Indiana, who also has a Traeger, uh, said something about the smoke setting. And at that point, we were, we were kind of past the point where the meat was going to take smoke. And we were really kind of in the home stretch. We needed to to finish this thing, so we, um, yeah, we kind of. I, I may have missed that portion. Perhaps I should have had it on the the smoke setting, but because of that, because of the lack of smoke, I really didn't get that smoke flavor on the meat at all. Uh, there was very little smoke flavor. Now there was a, a little bit of a smoke ring but there really wasn't much smoke flavor. This is something that that I've heard talked about a lot with Traeger's pellet grills, is that you don't get that deep smoke flavor. Now, I do know that some of the newer Traeger uh, uh, grills and some of the other uh, Rectech, Blazin, some of those guys that are out there have uh, developed some technology that that gives a little bit more smoke and i'd like to experiment with that because truthfully other than the the lack of a deep smoke flavor that i might get from cooking on my uh, kamado style cooker the cook itself was extremely extremely easy i I can see why people love cooking with a pellet grill it is set it Forget it, and you are producing really a, a good a good quality because you know aside from the smoke flavor, I felt that it had a decent amount of moisture. Might have been a little bit more on the dry side than some of the ones that, that I've cooked, even the hot and fast ones, but not noticeably. The uh you know the fat was rendered out. It, it was good. We we foil boated this. Uh, just I think again to try to get a little bit more of a bark to develop. I, I guess that might be the other, the other thing that I was missing was that deeper, darker bark that I think you just get more of when you're cooking in a, in a smokier environment. You know, my, the bark that I get uh, on a Kamado-style cooker, whether it's the Primo or the Kamado Joe, both of those have produced much darker barks. Again, just using salt and pepper, which is kind of my go-to there—50/50 salt pepper. If it's good enough for those Texas pitmasters for years, it's it's good enough for me. Uh, and I'm just trying to imitate as best I can what those folks do on a daily basis out in Texas. Overall, it was uh, it was a it was a good brisket. It, w- it was fine, uh, but again, I can see why people are attracted. To this style of of cooking because it's it's easy it's kind of at some level a bit foolproof so I don't begrudge those folks uh, who cook on pellet grills I think if this this is my one data point so some guys uh, that you you guys are listening to this you might be a Traeger person you might want to drop me a line and feel free to feel free to email me joe at may the smoke be with you and uh, and let's have a conversation about it would, would love to do that you may say hey there is uh, you've missed it that's not the way it is i get a great deep flavor of smoke on everything i cook and i'd, I'd love to hear how you do that what maybe pellet smoker you are you're cooking on i'm intrigued by them i really am i i think you know traeger who is kind of the big 600 pound gorilla in the pellet game, they they have done a remarkable job, and I've said this before, of building a lifestyle brand. You know, there are, there's a few of those I think out there right now, kind of in the outdoor space and the outdoor cooking space that have done just such a great job of building a lifestyle brand. I think Traeger has done that you know what they do with their traeger day each and every year uh where they just take over social media if you're following barbecue accounts on traeger day it is all traeger all the time and there are some folks cooking some amazing things and and i have to think that if they weren't getting a smoky flavor which i again really didn't on my brisket i would think that they would say uh, maybe maybe i need to cook with something else um, so I think maybe I am missing it. Let me know if I am uh, and what I what I might should try or, uh, you know, if I have the opportunity to cook on one again. But I think Traeger has built an incredible lifestyle brand, as has uh, Yeti in the cooler game. They have, uh, they were kind of the first in to mass market with these molded plastic coolers. I don't think their coolers are... Uh, better than anyone else's i have arctic zone i think they are a phenomenal product you're not going to pay that full yeti price and i think you're going to get a great product with arctic zone but they built yeti has a great lifestyle brand and i i applaud them for that you see people driving around with yeti stickers on the back of their f-150s because they want to be associated with that it's not enough that they have a great looking truck but they want you to know that their coffee is in a yeti and their cooler is a yeti and and that's something special they've, they've done a really good job marketing and creating that brand and i think another brand that's really done that as well is, is blackstone you think about them in the in the griddle space what they've done they're they're kind of maybe not that equivalent to Traeger and the pellet grills, but I mean, they are, you, if you say to somebody, I'm cooking on a Blackstone, they immediately know what you're talking about. And, and that is, that's great brand recognition and penetration in that market. And they've created something pretty special there with Blackstone. So, uh, I don't know why I got on the lifestyle brand, uh, tangent there, but that just kind of popped into my head with what Traeger has done. You know, it may not be the way I want to cook. I think I still am attracted to, to live fire, to deep smoke flavor. And, uh, and also just, there's something to me romantic about cooking with live fire. So, uh, that's kind of my Traeger experience. Wanted to share that again. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you are a, a Traeger, uh, person if you've got uh, you know a ton of experience with Traeger and you think I am just totally missing it need to give it another shot or maybe there's another pellet grill maybe it's a yoder smoker maybe it's a, a Blazing. I know uh, chef fig from Melinda's was telling me he was getting a Blazing. I just saw on his Instagram that he has and so I uh, would love to hear from some folks that are using pellet grills and having some great success doing it uh, but that's all I wanted to say for today thanks for listening as always stay tuned for more episodes and may the smoke be with you thanks for listening to the may the smoke be with you podcast with joe levitt